0: Touchdown, Tampa Bay! You're listening to the Pewtercast! Welcome to the Pewtercast! I am Brent Allen, your host, joined, as always, by my good friend, Ren Dax. Ren! It is time for our Final Thoughts episode coming off this London game, this Bucks, Panthers. Who's excited for tonight? <laughs> uh,
1: somebody is, I'm hoping. Yeah. Somebody out there. Yeah. Somebody out there. Let's, let's bring up the energy. Somebody out there listening is excited.
0: It's, it's probably more so because they saw Pewtercast pop into their podcast feed. As right. opposed to, Woo-hoo, we're going to talk about this game again.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> boy, are we going to let you guys down?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, we we're talking before the show. We we're just like, Bleh. Like, <laughs> <"Bleh."> like, <laughs> like, like last the pie week. Cause I don't know if I can take. <laughs> right. I don't know if I can take anymore.
0: Right. Well, this is this is our final thoughts episode. This is the show where it's been a couple of days since the game. We've had a chance to. Kind of come down off the emotional side of it. Um, maybe yeah. you watch some of it, which, Ren, I don't think you have. I know I haven't watched a lick of it because, really, who wanted to watch that again anyway? I don't yeah. Have you?
1: Me? No. Yeah, what? yeah okay. I just, just didn't so want I to can... speak
0: for you. I was just so, making an assumption So during the there. show,
1: I could knock down, well, Jabos was really responsible for three of those
0: 5 <laughs> 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 Right. Like, uh, so we're going to do that. Also, normally we would have a guest on the show, but, Ren, we, we don't this week. Um, yes. So t- today's show, with it being the bye week and everything, uh, this is just going to be you and me tonight, Ren. And uh, so we'll we'll jump straight into our final thoughts coming off the game. And then yeah, we're going we to go think, ahead. Do Go ahead.
1: I was just saying, we didn't think we could be, like, fake, nice and polite to a guest. Right. So we didn't want to, like, bring somebody <laughs> on and just start yelling at him. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this team? What's going on? Right. Don't give me that coach's talk. Right.
0: Don't spin this. Yeah.
1: And what you mean? a
0: guy you're supposed to like our team. Who the hell are you talking to? Yeah, it's you can't talk that way about my bucks. It's it's we just <laughs> couldn't do it either way. Just couldn't do it either way. So this is just Ren and I. It's a bye week. We're also going to go ahead and mash in all the emails and everything that we have gotten into this episode. Uh, so kind of mashing it up with this bye week. Uh, so Ren, uh, that is what we're dialing up on today's episode of the Pewter Cast. You know, with popular podcasts like Serial and Netflix documentaries like Making a Murderer, it's no surprise that audiences are obsessed with true crime. And if that's you, then you definitely need to check out Hunt a Killer. Hunt a Killer is a murder mystery box that immerses you in an ongoing experience. With every delivery or Episode, you will dive deeper and deeper into the case, sifting through piles of documents, evidence, audio recordings, case files, eliminating suspects until you finally crack the case and catch the killer. Now, you might have heard Ren and I discussing this on a previous episode of the Pewtercast, but let me tell you, after playing my first box, I could not wait to get my hands on the second box and try to continue solving this murder. It really is a whole lot of fun. In fact, my wife, who didn't actually want to hunt a killer with me at first, saw the box and everything that was inside and how real this entire thing feels, and she made me start over so that she could catch up. The evidence and clues are things that you actually put your hands on. Video and audio footage you actually see and hear. In our first box, there was a yearbook, there was a koozie, there was a map, evidence bags filled with stuff. I can't even tell you what's there because I don't want to spoil anything for you. I love this game. And that's why I'm so glad that we were able to hook up with Huntakiller.com to give you guys a special offer. Right now, just go to Huntakiller.com and sign up and use the word PewterCast for 20% off your first box. Again, make sure to use the code PewterCast, that's all one word, for a 20% off discount and to show your support for the Pewter cast. See if you have what it takes to solve the murder of Charlie McDonough before I do, which is the newest case in the Hunt a Killer series. Welcome back to the Pewter cast. Like we said, it is time for the final thoughts on this game. Now, Ren, coming out of this game, coming out of this London game, uh, we had I, I honestly, I got to say the instant cast this past week was, I don't, I, it's hard for me to say if it's one of my favorite instant casts that we've had this season, but I think it was, it was really a good show. Like despite the game, despite everything, uh, getting to talk to you, getting to talk to some of our fellow fans, the people in the chat room who joined us live, uh, and even the people who've been interacting with us a little bit since then, um, you know, it, it I feel like I'm getting into some Disney film when I'm like, hey, we're all in this together. Like we're all, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're joining this, but uh, here it is tonight. Um, It's just us that, you know, our feelings in that show were kind of, it wasn't pissed off. It wasn't. I don't know. How would you describe the instant cast? It, it was more just.
1: You're making me not care.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd use the word apathetic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like you said, apathetic. I said it was embarrassing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was kind of where we left the instant cast of just. A couple of days later, mm-hmm. has anything changed for you as you think back upon this game?
1: You know, it, it wouldn't have. But listening to other podcasts, I'm I'm a little shocked how the how sort of the talking heads uh and the national, including the national media, which the very few that sort of pop up on my timeline. Mm-hmm. I think I followed too. It's like Scheffner and, and Rappaport. That's really about it. You know, mm-hmm. um, that how it is this, how everyone's off the boat now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a little shocked by it, but I mean, yeah, Jameis, when Jameis goes South, it's going to go like this. It just mm-hmm. is, you know, and then I understand it's hard for you to trust a guy because it's fair to say that two of the six games he's played awful. Now, mm-hmm. I don't really think it's fair to say he played awful in the Niners game. But, you know, all this talk about, you know, after the Niners game, well, it's a new offense. It's a new offense coordinator. It took eight weeks for Carson Palmer to get it. Like, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, no one said it this week. Everyone's like, Jameis, like, is Jameis out of here? Yeah. Like, is he going to play himself out of here? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. Bruce Aaron's even going to stay this year? Right. You know, is is Jason Light, like, you lose, like, Jameis wants to throw his five interceptions and, and lose. A fumble, and all of a sudden, Jason's lights jobs on the line. It's like, what is going on? (laughs) Right. It's like, I was shocked about the overreaction by, I don't want to say all, but a lot of of the people that I listened to uh, of just how, and and this is how I think about it. Like, just because you don't use the word we, or you can talk about the team's win or loss without getting, you know, excited or depressed, like, you Mm -hmm. know, you stay even, kill when you talk about it. When you have a game like that, and basically, what everyone was doing was venting. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, like, oh, I'm not a fan of the team. It's like bullcrap. Yeah, you
0: are. <laughs> I feel like I've been saying that for a few years, Ren.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, I know, but yeah, and and you know, we said that, and and there are certain you know people out there that are obvious fans of the team, but they can't, they no one can say they are. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you just can't say it as being part of their credential media and I get that but I felt just like everyone was just vent- venting and piling on and you know just totally forgot about the narratives that were before that mm-hmm. I mean I'm not making excuses for James Winston but I mean, he just probably had his three best weeks as a quarterback for the Buccaneers in a row. Mm-hmm. Like you know, th- like those three weeks were probably his best three weeks, and and then it's just now it's just like it's like you can't win with this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, you know it, it, I just thought it was funny right. that that right. it flips so quickly. Yeah, and you know, and the Bucks that... even with all that, we were still. Mm-hmm. I don't say we were in it. The possibility of us being in it were there. We weren't so, like it wasn't. <sighs> We weren't getting anything forty-five to ten,
0: right? Exactly, exactly. You know, people compare it to the the Cincinnati game or the or the was it the Bears game
1: from yeah, last 30, year or something like that. Five nothing and a half,
0: yeah. Where there was just like, yeah, we're not climbing back into this game. Like that that was never really the case until the very end, right? Um, which actually has been kind of the theme this whole year, and I feel like this
1: not until the last turnover.
0: Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but I feel like this has been, Ren the 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 way this year has gone so far, six games in is it's just been the pendulum swing, like, all the way. Like, there's no – it's you're either all the way over on this side or all the way over on the other side. Yeah. It just – you know, like, in each week – and this week, I think we're kind of hanging out over on the other side because now we have two losses in a row, right?
1: Yeah, we started there, and then right. so if we didn't win, instead of a swing back, everyone just jumped.
0: Yeah, you're right, exactly. <laughs> sure. like, we're at the highest point, jump now. But,
1: everyone's on the back of the Titanic with ass up, and well, they're just like, ah, we're just jump.
0: Right. 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 So uh, let me ask you this Um, might be actually a really good topic for for debate. And I don't know if. Well, I, I'm. I'm. Yes, it, it will be your personal opinion as well. But what is the appropriate response coming out of this game as far as Jameis Winston goes?
1: Well, you know, I don't like to get into that. Really, like I don't like to tell people where their fandom is. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't really like to to sort of like you know. Even though I guess I do about about <laughs> you know overreacting or underreacting or how much you care about the team or you know mm-hmm. if you spend money on the team. Like I'm done with them. Like I'm not. Oh, you're not a true fan. Like all that kind of stuff, um, are sort of leave to each each individual, mm-hmm. and everyone's gonna have sort of their own. You could ask a hundred people, and you know, and give them a uh, was that a number line mm-hmm. with a hundred dots on it, and put one end zero and put one end at a hundred, and go put, you know, mark on one of these dots where Jameis, where your confidence in Jameis Winston is,
0: mm-hmm. and you might
1: get a hundred different answers.
0: It's, it's possible, but I mean, this this is kind of coming into a spot where you had just said, hey, all the media guys, all the national media guys, all all of these guys who are quote-unquote unbiased. Some,
1: some, some, some.
0: Some, okay, uh, are overreacting. Like, venting. it was full-on overreact full-on venting, okay? Yeah. So, I, 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 that's really where the impetus of this question comes from, is, is, is okay, if we take that away, then really what should we be looking looking at is it a hey listen don't forget Jameis is, has had a, a couple of good games he's had some a couple of really bad games because they're i mean there are people who are ready to pull the trigger now yeah and cut him now yeah um and play who well ryan griffin is actually what a lot of people are, are saying um just go ahead right yeah. see what we have in the young man he's been around yeah. for five years yeah so in a so know.
1: in a year where you're trying to figure out what you have at quarterback before you pay him a lot of money you know uh mm-hmm. let's play six games and then make Make the decision.
0: Yeah, and that is my, that's where I am on this whole thing. And I, I'm i am going back to what I have said now for a couple of weeks of, hey, I'm along for the ride. Like, wherever this goes, wherever this takes me, um, wherever we wind up at the end of the season, six games in, it, it, I, I don't want to say it's not enough. It's just nothing is going to change before the end of the season. As far as what? It, well, I, I see, I can't Bo- even say that.
1: Because Bo- Bobo Wilson will disagree.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, who has been cut as we record this this particular podcast? No, but I mean, the, I know what James
1: is going to be the starter. James is, is the gonna starter. Be, yeah, B.A. is going to be the coach.
0: Exactly. And and this that's is where we James. are. We got ten more games to go at least. Probably that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at, at least until until we make you a made decision, me,
1: you maybe stop drinking coffee like mid-arm <laughs> swing. Like at least, like, like what? Um,
0: but you know, th- these guys are going to play it out. So you know. I- I, I don't know how many games Jameis could go out and throw seven picks before BA would just call it enough and sit him. You know, I, I or don't know. the
1: rest of that one game, he's right. not going to sit him. Like, right. nothing, there's nothing Jameis can do on the field. I mean, unless he throws seven picks in the next six games. You know what I mean? Right. Like, comes out against Tennessee, throws seven picks. Comes out against, you know, Seattle, throws seven picks. Mm-hmm. Comes out against whoever we play after that, Arizona, throws seven picks. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be start going, well, you know, like, decision is made right you know you have 35 interceptions in nine games yeah yeah it's not gonna work out
0: okay so let me let me ask you this so because I want to play this forward because we we've always talked about how you know BA came out of retirement or whatever because he liked the situation in Tampa because of Jameis Winston because Jason Light is here okay let's play the what if game sure which I know you love to do Ren oh yeah let's let's play the what if game let's let's say Jameis goes out and over the next 10 games he lays an egg I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's mid-season or we get all the way to the end of the season and they go Jameis isn't it pulling the cord Jameis is done so you're okay? saying
1: so it's off so that so Jameis plays and the team decides that they're moving on
0: the team decides they're moving on okay, so, okay. is B, B A look BA does not have to stay in Tampa Bay like no. he can he can retire at any point he wants
1: That's a nice t-shirt this one B A no BA doesn't have to stay in oh,
0: Tampa Bay. yeah BA doesn't BA doesn't have to I mean, stay I mean I mean think about Bay. that like he's not looking to save his job Mm-mm. You know, like like Cutter, Lovey, like all these guys, like they're trying to keep their job. BA is here as long as BA wants to be here. Right. Right? And okay. he'll
1: get frustrated and quit before he gets fired.
0: That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if if Jameis isn't the is, guy but he
1: is trying to like save the job of the guys behind him. Yeah. I mean, come on, you yeah. know you know there's some there's something I don't know if it's written in stone, but there's a mm-hmm. plan for being be here like three years, right. unless they win the Super Bowl after two, uh-huh. and then after three years, somebody on the staff is taken over.
0: Be it Bowles or maybe see, it's way too early to say Leftwich, right? Yeah, well, like, it's
1: way too early to say Bowles too, for Christ's
0: sake. Well, now it is, right? No, <laughs> but if you go back six months ago, maybe it wasn't that, or you know, yeah,
1: and you, and you and Leftwich would have been in the conversation. And you go, who's
0: the heir apparent? Harold Goodwin? Uh, no, it's it's got to be Bowles, right? It's got to be one of your coordinators
1: i remember when you said uh buckner
0: <sighs> ren ren <laughs> ren i've explained that one and i'm not going to explain that one again
1: i don't remember moving on huh i don't remember your explanation no
0: it was a it's it's one of those you see the that's what people out on like facebook are talking about so i bring it into the show mm, for discussion no. fans are talking about it i bring it into the show mm. and i let you say how dumb or stupid or smart some of those ideas are mm. anyway Go Point back. being, so <laughs> I think that's what I think. the team moves on from Jameis. Yep. Okay, and Ba is, Ba is all for it. He he just yeah. he walks in. And he he and Jason Light and all those guys say, "Look, he's done. If Jameis goes, does Ba choose to go, or cares? does Jason Light go? Because these three names are these three names are all attached."
1: They kind of are.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. you know.
1: BA's sort of the uh, the uh, linchpin holding it all together.
0: Yeah, it's like he's if, the decision maker. <laughs> if
1: BA goes, then, like, the other two are probably already gone or out the door. Right. You know, if Light goes, BA probably goes. And if BA goes, then Jameis probably goes. Right. If Jameis goes, Light probably goes. Uh-huh. and B.A. goes because light's gone. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, if any one of those dominoes fall, yeah, the other two probably are. I mean, you'd you know, think
0: so. I mean, it, it could wind up completely different. B.A. may want to come in and, and, and you know, maybe let the, let everybody else go as far as Jameis and, and and Jason, and maybe he's willing to take it you under think his B A?
1: You think B.A. would want to be the GM?
0: <sighs> you know, I was having Detroit. that thought, and I don't know. I really don't like. I can't um, believe we're
1: having this discussion after I just like blasted people. Yeah, <laughs> like saying.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, kill, we'll still couch us in the what if. This is purely hypothetical right now. Uh, this is not predictive. It's, it's, you know, I, I I don't know. It's a good question. I was thinking about it earlier today. Of just I I don't I don't know that, that B A strikes me as a guy who wants to deal in contracts and numbers and negotiations and stuff like that that a GM would have to have to to deal with.
1: That's that's uh, that's Greenberg,
0: right? But it's still got to be. It's still the GM's Still got to be a part of that, though, right? So um, I mean, you think so? Right, all right. I don't know. I don't know. Is John Lynch available? Let's get him. Uh, <laughs> he's done okay. All right. Anyway, bring it back to this game. All right. So which game are we talking about? Yeah, the the Panthers game, right. the London game, that thing. Totten. Okay. The Totten Spurs. Right. Right. I, I mean, I my feelings have not changed at all. Coming out of this game, like like I'm in, I'm in a, I, I said it, I think I said it on the instant cast. I was like, look, I'm not jumping ship. I'm just going to head to the back of the boat and take a nap for a while. And wake me up when something cool happens.
1: Yeah, wake me up in two weeks. When yeah, we, wake me up at kickoff. Right. <laughs> oh, are we playing? Ag- all right, let's see against, what happens
0: against the Titans, yeah. and then
1: I'll it all start weighing yeah. in.
0: Yeah, let's see what happens. All I'll right. start
1: to get emotionally invested.
0: That's probably <laughs> like, how it will go because that's what being a fan is about. I'm I'm checking out for two weeks and uh we'll we'll be back. But um I'm going to Disney with my kids. Um yeah, I just I don't know, Ren. That's where I am.
1: I my feelings are sort of still the same. Like, you know, I, I still don't think it's a problem with the offense. Uh, I would have liked to seen our number one offensive line against their front seven mm-hmm. to see if the offensive line really is a problem. Right. Or is it, or is it just that – the depth is the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I really would have liked to have seen that because we all praise how great they did against the Rams, and then the Saints, who are turning out to be a hell of a defensive team, they just won a game like ten to two mm-hmm. after they just won one like twelve to ten, and right. in between was our game. Like, you know, and how many it,
0: points they put up with us? One hundred nine, something like that. No, wait, yeah. one hundred
1: seven. They missed yeah. the two point
0: conversion. Right, right. It was divisible by three, whatever it was. <laughs>
1: Um. So, you know, so the Saints aren't, you know, as bad as people might have thought that Saints game was for the offensive line. It might have turned out to be just sort of that's the kind of game that everyone has against these guys' offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm not sort of down to the dumps of the offensive line yet, but that, you know, still, I mean – I've been harping on it since the Panthers game, and the I Rams really game? harped. No, it started at the Panthers game. Middle of the fields, wide open, oh, yeah, can't yeah, cover yeah. tight ends. Yeah, and then I was just gonna say I really got on it after the Rams game. I mean, you know, it's. I'm I... sorry, man. Like I've defended Vernon Hargreaves, you mm-hmm. know, injuries, Mike Smith's defense. Right. But you know, he's been he's been called soft two weeks in a row, and he hasn't didn't do anything about it in between. Yeah. You know, remember Mike Smith's defense? He's playing so far off, and then Mike Smith to come out and goes, he can play off far as close as he wants wants to right now we got another but no, no
0: no 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 so that happened and we were like yeah okay mike but is he really though
1: yeah, yeah. But sure, is he really, Mike? Mike
0: it, sure, it, Mike. No yeah. one would
1: choose to play 14 yards right, off the ball. Right, No,
0: Mike. Vernon's a press corner. <laughs> if you let like, him do you know, what he wants, he's going to be a press corner. And then he comes out and he plays like a couple plays up, and you're like, oh, look, look, look he's a press corner, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and
1: now, and now they, it, you know, you're playing too soft, and then you do it again. Like, he just does not. He mm. does, I don't know if he's afraid. I don't know if. I don't know if he thinks that that's where his best spot is, but I mean, I don't know how you could, mm-hmm. you know, it's the old definition of insanity there. Yeah, it's like it's, you know, and Carlson Davis just he kind of reminds me of Ryan Smith now. It's like he's in position, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't just can't do anything when the ball gets there. Can't make he's a play. In this, he's, yeah, can't he can't make a make play. A play. Yeah. can't make a play. Yeah. Looks like MJ Stewart's hit the bench, and they got Sean Murphy Bunting out there now playing mostly slot, if not all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's still, you know, like 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 he's walked, like, you know, like Richard Dreyfuss boarding the alien ship in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. he's just all starry-eyed and looking around, big old goofy smile on his face, like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm playing the NFL, you know. Mm-hmm. Jamel Dean, like – I don't know. He was healthy. Didn't play at all. Right. Maybe that they're doing the same thing they did with Devin white, Devin white. Like it's just, it's that defense is just, it's, and it's not the defense. It's the secondary.
0: Yeah. It's not the defense. I, 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 I'm going to say something and you're going to disagree with me, but it's okay. I'm going to get it out there anyway for people to think about or, or not think about whatever. But when you, when you talk about, it's not just the whole defense. It's really just the secondary. And you're right about that because our front seven doesn't suck. Um, you know, that, The pass rush maybe, you know, maybe there's a.
1: it's good enough to not lose you games.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. It's not a high point of concern. I've heard some people pointing that out of all the pass rushers, whatever. Eh, It's not as good as it could be, but it's not the reason we're losing games. But that secondary yes, is the reason why we're losing games. And I got to wonder in that secondary room about the voices and, and the leadership, the cult, like, like, is there something a little bit more intangible? And the one thing that I think back to is it was either brent grimes or deshaun jackson i want to say it was deshaun jackson when he left here he left a note for vernon hargraves that was basically hey just go get that money just do this like it it wasn't play the game love the game it was go get that money now i'm not hating on anybody for getting that money you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. go get your money that's fine do it Uh, you know you guys are all playing the game for a reason i get it but i wonder if those two guys especially who i don't believe were good locker room guys brent grimes Grimes and deshaun jackson i'm talking about i wonder if that has rubbed off on specifically vernon hargraves who is kind of the elder statesman yes
1: yes i'm going to cut you off right here vernon hargraves sucks Let's face it, yep. he sucks. He can't play mm-hmm. corner. He can play nickel? Maybe. Could he play against number two? No, he can't. You know why? Because he got beat by Moore. He got beat <laughs> by Samuel. He got beat by their tight yeah. end. He got beat by the back. He got beat by everybody. He yeah. gets beat by everybody.
0: Right, but how do you explain everybody else, though? Carlton Davis and, and uh, Sean Murphy Bunting and uh, even Mike Edwards and – uh, Mike gosh, Edwards he didn't, didn't got... even play. I know, I know, but when he was playing, but that's he's not like been doing but, nothing. I mean, but you, I, you got, know,
1: but that's but you could you could do that. He's had less than six games. Of, he's played like that's Edwards. Fair. You could you can talk about rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, Carlton Davis. You still don't know. It's like you see it, mm-hmm. but. The problem with Carlton Davis is if you're not doing sort of like a slant or a dig or or an out, if mm-hmm. you're running a straight line pattern, he just can't keep up with you. He can't. He can't. He's not fast enough. Yeah, he's big and long, mm-hmm. but I, I said and it's the cast. All the Panthers did was throw third window crosses. Not all they did, but mm-hmm. when they needed to play, they threw third window crosses, and no one, Devin White couldn't keep up. David couldn't keep up. Hargraves couldn't keep up. Whitehead couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. Adams couldn't keep up. Murphy Bunting couldn't keep up, and Davis couldn't keep up. Those guys were had like two or three steps of separation, mm-hmm. and as long as the, as as it you know the protection held up, it was an easy throw. Yeah, you know, and and it's it is beyond unimaginable how these quarterbacks that could come in that have zero experience and just look and throw yeah. for three hundred yards and and you know yeah. and touchdowns like. Bridgewater, like, you know, defense won him his first start, mm-hmm. defense won him his second start, he won the third start, mm-hmm. and now he's back to the defense one. Like, he can't mm-hmm. put the ball in the end zone. He has one touchdown pass in five games outside of the Bucks game. He threw
0: four. Right. But, and, I mean, and I, I apply that to this past game with the Panthers, with this, uh, with Kyle Allen, is that his name? Um, mm-hmm. You know, all we heard going into this game, since Cam got, got injured or got sat or whatever and he's come in is the team has won in spite of him well I'm not saying yeah. that I saw the next Aaron Rodgers on the field the other day with the Buccaneers going against the Buccaneers but he didn't look bad either
1: no he looked great yeah and that was not in spite of performance right. neither was Bridgewater's right hey guess what you hear anything about Josh Daniels anymore Danny Dimes no, uh, no
0: you mean you mean you mean Daniel Jones yeah Giants Daniel- guy. yeah yeah Josh Daniels was that coach up in New England
1: oh yeah
0: okay yeah 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 <clears throat> Daniel Jones Do you- yeah no I don't no, hear- Not either one of them. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Daniel Jones isn't all of a sudden all over the goddamn NFL anywhere. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's.
0: There are a lot of bad teams in the NFL mm-hmm. this
1: year, and guess what? We're, we're one of, of them. them. Yeah, we're one of them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You're right, Run. You're right. It just I don't know. You, you do. You start doing that thing when you when you get into these situations. You start looking for other reasons that could also be affecting the team.
1: Yeah, it's you not know? a note that E. Jack wrote Vernon fucking eight months ago.
0: <laughs> well, I, yeah. I wouldn't blame the whole thing on that. I mean, Vernon's not great. Let's let's be honest. Vernon's, He's not. Vernon's toast. And, and here's the thing. Okay, let me ask you about Vernon. Okay, because he shouldn't be starting. The, the, our history with Vernon, yes. has been. Hey, Vernon came out as a rookie. Was was okay. Had fine. the high
1: no. Had the highest completion percentage against him of any starting corner as a rookie and any qualifying corner. Okay. Yes, yeah, so when they threw at him, more balls were completed than anyone else and the most yardage.
0: Okay. Second year he comes out, he plays half the game, half the year soft, he's Terrible. bad, he's horrible, he's horrible. He goes Booty over, he slot. plays one game on the other side. Right. and has a pretty good game, Yeah, plays the slot a couple of times, does okay there, and then he gets injured and he's done for his second year. Correct. Comes back, has a good uh, camp. We're like, hey, I'm kind of excited to see Vernon. I want to see what he can do. Yep. Goes out first game, blows out his knee or whatever it was he blew out, done for the year in his third year. Shoulder. Comes back this past year. His shoulder? Yeah. Comes back this past year, has a good camp. We're hearing, you know, great camp. Yeah, great camp. The defense is feeding off of him. Excited to see what Vernon can do, right? Like, mm-hmm. like let him put it out there because he was having a great game right before he got that shoulder injury last year. Yeah, he was having a good game. Okay, now we're six games into it. Mm-hmm. The tape is out. Yep. Vernon sucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. he's, he's he has not improved one iota yeah. from his rookie year. So we have our that, answer. Yeah. With yeah, man. the answer's yeah. made. Like, yeah. he's played enough games. Yeah. There's no like, there's no more excuses. Like yeah. it's when a guy who's making his fifth overall start in the NFL, when the team goes, "Hey, you know we're gonna win this game. We're gonna target the other team's number one cornerback." Mm-hmm. That's that was their game plan. We're going to find Vernon Hargraves, and we're going to throw at him, mm-hmm. and it worked, and it always worked, and it always has worked. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> So kind of the same
0: place. Same place, yeah, same place. All right, so so you're not overly worried about the offensive line. We've still got good pieces. Mike oh, no,
1: out- I'm worried about the offensive line. I just would have liked to seen like Kappa and Dotson go up against these guys, right? To uh, you know, I just think it would have made a better game. Like Jameis, like no one did any Jameis like favors. I'm making excuses for Jameis, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like there was no perfect pocket. When he didn't get hit, it was mm-hmm. like he was in a trash compactor. Like, the walls were closing in on him. Right. And, they, like, they did a really good job of staying in their lanes and just squishing the pocket on top of him. Like, all the no offense, lineman had a good game. Right. You know? Right. Had, hey, ah, listen, you, know, you had an okay game or you had a really bad
0: game. Listen, the first sack by Gerald McCoy, I think it was by Gerald McCoy was the first sack, but it was Gerald's first sack of Jameis. Yeah. You know who he blew past, to? to who he beat to get to Jameis? Marpet. Ali Marpet. The yeah, yeah. Our best offensive lineman, Ali yeah. Barpet. Uh, Jensen lost one at least, uh, and I'm not going to recount seven, you know, <laughs> or fives, whatever, however many it was. But there's something um, like
1: 14 sacks in the past two games.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy.
1: Like, like, yeah. like I said, like he getting zero help. Right. Mike Evans even said after the game he had a terrible game. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That's not the only one you've had. Right. You've had three out of six. Mm-hmm. You know, like Howard. Now it's like everyone's he's getting traded. And this might be me overacting. Good. Like, get the Mm -hmm. hell out. Like, you know, you you don't block that well and you can't catch. And it seems like you just don't care. You know, like you're you're not razor sharp focus when you're out there, Mm -hmm. because I think just as many balls have gone off your hands than you've caught this year. I'm just, you yeah. know, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's just like, yeah. it's like you don't understand why. Like, you get the number one pick, the, the number one quarterback, Heisman Trophy, national championship winner. You know, can't get out of his own way off the field to start it off, and everyone hates him. Like, Jameis is never in those Heisman Trophy Toyota commercials. You know, the Heisman House on mm-hmm. Saturdays. You ever yeah, seen yeah. him? Jameis no, never I don't, been. In...
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't watch that, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's they got all the past, and they're funny, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, but Jameis has never been in one of those. Right. You know, Mariota's been one. Baker's in them, You know. Kyler Murray's in him. Tim Tebow's in him. Eddie George. Like a whole bunch of other – like, Jameis isn't in there. Nobody wants to touch this guy. You know, like Mike Evans has – you know, like I said on Instacast, he's not an elite receiver. He's not a top five. Mm -hmm. He's a top ten because you throw at him 30 times a game. You know? (laughs) Not lately. (laughs) Like, like God went out and played. Like, Mike didn't have a good game. I really he had, like, nine catches and 90 yards because they targeted him, like, 17 times. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like, that was it. Like, oh, I can't let my boy Mike Evans be shut out like that. So, hey, mm-hmm. did you have any doubt that Jameis wasn't gonna fire the ball to Mike Evans on that first play?
0: No. No. Everybody no, knew yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I did. I didn't I didn't think I know you said that you thought the throw was good. I still don't think that that throw was very good uh to Mike. It, it was low it think, was low and outside. Like
1: But it was the only place he could put it for it to not be picked off by Keekley,
0: And it still got picked off.
1: Exactly. So why the hell are you throwing it? <laughs> it's that thing where, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, my arm talent could get it in there no it can't yeah and it hasn't like you couldn't do it in college Mm-hmm. you know you just had enough guys around you like they threw five interceptions the first half against Florida they still won the game because mm-hmm. Florida had a terrible freaking offense that year but you know he's been doing that I think he threw like three or four against Boston College was down 35 to nothing and then came back the second half they won like 42-35 and like he was off and running but he's always had pick- like your arm talent isn't that good and then he'll make a throw like I talked about Instacast mm-hmm. like over JV and and drop it into he dropped it into Evans he dropped it into Godwin yep. and It's like, dude, that is like a big money throw. The deep ball – it's fucking awesome this year. You know yeah, he put, put, it right it put it right on the money. Yeah, you know? the only bad one was when he got hit in the shoulder Where he was trying to go deep to Miller in the Rams game. Right. And oh, by the way, Scotty Miller has, has does not want to put out any any extra effort. He's like Deshaun Jackson that way. If you don't yeah. hit me like in stride, I'm not putting any effort. He didn't even try to like go and come back to the ball, break it up. Mike had to put his arm in there and get it all banged up to break it up. Mm-hmm. But you know, Scotty Miller's not the problem. It's the secondary, the offensive line. Yeah, it's a little worrisome after that game, but that's not the problem. It's not mm-hmm. the problem that we don't get to run the ball enough. You know why? Because we're down so much yeah. right away. You know, it's yeah. it's just – it's the same crap. It is. It's Mike Smith's defense with a better run-stopping game, and the pass rush is, you know, I would say slightly better, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's still – and. What's it's it's just so frustrating because we spent so many goddamn draft picks back there, yeah, and none of them have seemed to pan out over
0: so many years. And yeah, like, it's and it's I mean, Ren, it's so frustrating because it's getting to that spot where it's the same thing year after year after year. And I I want to say it was somewhere in the off season or something that I pointed out like the length of time of that that dry dark period of the '80s, mm-hmm. like in through the early '90s. Like if you do the math on it, like we're approaching that same amount yeah. of time time now like as a second as a second valley of depression yeah not
1: quite but yeah
0: we're close we're getting close well
1: no i don't mean your wife but i mean and that like 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 five wins was like the max yeah so we had like 10 and 6 and a 9 and 7 season where you Mm -hmm. could kind of poke your head up out of the water for a year right (laughs) A little sunshine on your face, or <laughs> you know, the Kraken yanked you back down to the depths, right? Uh, but yeah, you're right. As far as like length of not making the playoff or really being relevant, you know, on a consistent basis, yeah, yeah, we're getting there,
0: yeah, yeah, we yeah. are, we are. Um, okay, Ren, last topic that and I want to talk all- about.
1: And fault.
0: Well, last topic I want to talk about before we move on uh, and and take a look at the emails that have come in for this week. Uh, so we've talked about the team and kind of gone through the team and and yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I wish I, I wish that I had something better to say about this team, uh, about this episode as a whole, but I don't. Uh, but I do want to I do want to end on Bruce Arians, though. Sure. Bring it back to, to honestly where it matters, because this is this is the mitigating factor for me right now. Bruce Arians is still I think the unknown factor um and the only reason why I really say that right now because we're only six games in to his tenure right and his coaching staff's tenure yeah that is that is not enough time to make a final decision. On anyone, Uh, in in especially yeah, I am especially a coaching staff where so much of what they're playing with is left over from from the last time. Like this isn't they haven't reformed this team. No, yet you know what I mean. And
1: that was it
0: exactly. And you know, there's there's the you got to get the you got to get the uh, the the playbook installed. You got to get the system going. the The guys have to figure out that you actually mean business. Uh, Like like whatever all of those things are, and what we heard from people out in Arizona was, hey, I, B.A. went, I think, three and five in his first eight games, his first season in Arizona before mm-hmm. they went on like a six and two run to finish the season. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Well, we're still in that first half of the season. So, you know, if, if we win one game over the next two, which we might, you know, that's history repeating itself, at least so far. So we'll, I'm willing to give, like, I, I said this in episode one, I'm out on Jameis, right? Like after the 49ers game, I said, I, I declared on this podcast, I'm out on Jameis. Uh, he could still possibly win me back, but I'm done. Um, the, the secondary, Ren, I, maybe I didn't catch it after the first Panthers game, definitely after the Rams game. I gotcha. And I got to tell you, you listen to every podcast in Buccaneers land today. They're talking oh, yeah. about Jameis. They're talking about the secondary. Yep. They're all talking about this thing that, that really you've been talking to us about for several weeks now. I know other people have like mentioned it here and there, but you know, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm out on these. The only thing that I'm not ready to just completely pull the plug on is I'm not out on Bruce Arians yet.
1: No, I'm not ready to pull, and, completely pull the plug on anything.
0: Yeah, because we got to give because that's the thing that kind of keeps everything afloat, I guess for me, for me, right? Like that's the hey, I'm not jumping ship, but I'm gonna go take a nap. Wake me up if, if if something fun happens. Like
1: you know, but what makes it makes it harder this year is that there is no Drew Brees, there is no Cam Newton. The Falcons yeah. have won one game. Mm-hmm. They just lost to the Cardinals. We yeah. faced you know a quarterback who everyone laughed at for getting drafted, mm-hmm. gets his first start, and comes back from 18 points down. You know, these are the things that, that are making it, it – it, it's not like we went into this, 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 you know, the Superdome and it's not like Bridgewater's lighting it up. It's not like Breeze did a Breeze thing like, okay, it was a close game. We could have won, mm-hmm. you know, a oh. little play here or there, kind of like all NFL games right. when you're a 8-8 eight and eight or better team. Right. Play here, play there. We could have, you know, we need to execute better, blah, blah, blah. But they're not close. Mm-hmm. Like that, that Saints game was not close. They scored halftime. They scored game was over. Mm-hmm. Game was over So I mean I I don't know I mean that's, that's it's,
0: just it's p- weird it's weird Because you say they're not close but yet we were also just Sitting here saying but we were still in it like we Weren't yeah. out of those games
1: <laughs> Yes right? we were math yeah yeah We were math it was mathematically we were One score
0: maybe two no. scores Out or one two possession scores, two possessions Out right yeah
1: possessions Yeah, yeah Because it was like 16 points Right so you had to get two touchdowns And, and two, two points yeah just To tie it right you know so So it just you know it's one of those the other team didn't feel like they weren't in control Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like and it's just and that's what makes it you know like I said it's frustrating because it was all there especially after the Rams game you know even though we're trying to find out that the Rams if without Todd Gurley the Rams are nothing um, apparently that we went in there beat a team that no one thought we should beat and did it in a resounding way even though yes secondary was terrible um and then the whole NFC south was out there on a platter mm-hmm. you know right and and you just like just you just you just spit in their faces like mm-hmm. you just spit in our faces and it's not even the defense. The secondary isn't even competitive anymore. Like they're not an NFL secondary. They can't compete. Yeah. And, it, and I don't. I don't even know what to do anymore. You we know. Come and on you wanna... this
0: podcast and we'll talk about it every week until it gets better. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> you know. But you're like, well, we'll just start like Murphy Bunting and Jamel Dean. No. I, no. But yeah. Yeah. But are are they not any better? I mean, no. we had the same conversation last year. Like like Kappa cannot be any worse than Ben but then Kappa got in and guess what he was he
0: was yeah last year he was yeah 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 Yeah.
1: and and so now it's like okay these guys coach him up well god it's just so damn frustrating Mm -hmm. I almost wish that Rojo was a bust and the secondary was good because all these questions we've had James of course still a big question mark but all these questions we had about the offensive line about Rojo Mm uh you know where's the rush gonna come from you know um all the questions we had seem to have come up at least positive. Ryan Jensen. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Smith is at least not getting yelled at. You know, he he's he's been fine. Uh Kappa, you know, Rojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Godwin turned out to what he was supposed to be. O. J. Howard's still a huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. But you know
0: Cam Brate still hasn't come back from signing his contract extension.
1: I <laughs> it's not his fault. It'll throw it to him. Right. Um but but then it's but I would rather have one of those missed than just have like the last eight Picks in the secondary all not hit. Yeah. Like no one's. It, like we had a caller on in Instacast, and it was like, well, Jordan Whitehead's actually pretty good. Oh yeah? Is he a is he a Pro Bowler? No. Well then, what the hell are we talking about? Mm-hmm. It's again. It's like Carlton Davis, our best cover corner. So what?
0: <laughs> if you're the best of the worst, come on. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's like it's like who cares? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, we come down to a spot with this of where we sit back and and truthfully, the only thing we can do is wait and see. You know, if
1: Tannehill beats us, oh my god!
0: <laughs> what if? God. What if? I swear to God, what? What if Tannehill beats us? What Are you gonna turn in your press credentials?
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mark my words. God, I was listening to that. Oh, never mind. Yeah. It's just – he's just gotten worse.
0: All right. It's so – just so
1: ill-informed. I know. I know. All right. It changes from like week to week. It's like, oh, God. It's like whatever.
0: All right, Ren. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and – Yes, Ren. Yes. Why don't we go ahead and take a break? Um and uh we'll come back on the other side read some emails cuz
1: we're going to wrap this up i i
0: just i can't i can't drone on about this about this this shit show anymore right now like yeah. it's it's this is grueling uh i hope the fans are still listening to, with us uh, you guys are still out there <laughs> Um 'cause cuz this quite- one
1: this this one we should label this one this one's for us <laughs> yeah
0: right <laughs> it's okay if you guys don't listen to it uh
1: this one's for us. Yeah, I don't... No, but to, to sort of put a positive spin on this at the end, because I was thinking about this all day, it's like, I mm-hmm. can be positive about this, and there this, and this, and this. I thought, I just, you know, to sort of, like, dump on Jameis and just throw him overboard after this thing, and, and I understand mm-hmm. the frustration, but it's just not going to happen. Right. And, you know, you're going to be back on board with Jameis eventually sometime this year, because he's going to have a great game, and it might he's be... He's going to have a series
0: day. of great games.
1: Yeah. 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 He yeah. yeah. just is, and, you know, yeah. and then eventually, you know, always the back of your mind... Uh-huh. There's gonna be this freaking debacle coming somewhere. Yeah. Um, so because that's
0: because, Ren. That's what I said at the instant cast. Jameis will be good for several games, and then he's going to have one of these. And the only thing that I've come down to a conclusion after five years of watching this guy is he's inconsistent. No, and,
1: he's consistent. He's extremely consistent.
0: Consistently inconsistent. No, like, but he's 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 gonna he's. What do you mean he's consistent? He's gonna do this. He's gonna have three, four games where he's really good, right. takes care of the ball, protects it, doesn't throw anything, and he's gonna turn around and have seven turnovers in the in, in the next game. You're is, gonna be if, like. What in the world?
1: If you could set your watch by it, it's consistent.
0: so he's consistently flip-flop whatever okay however you want to say it whatever but this this is who this is who we have learned Jameis is and yeah. I don't know that that part can be you know it, just when it, it's like just when it seems like you're like okay he's turned the corner uh I mean you said Ren you said on this show I don't think we're ever going to see 49ers Jameis again
1: no I did yeah I did you I, know said, what I mean? think the worst game we're going to see is Panthers Jameis
0: yeah and I believe that was it yeah did me get the did memo. not me yeah. he did not hear me. Right, um, but I mean, he he turns around and he does it, and it's like, holy crap, dude! But here's um, the thing:
1: sort yeah. of defend it, put the like of the like Jameis, and this is you know kind of sort of stupid, but like mm-hmm. Jameis didn't quit. No, he didn't. Of course he did. But he was out there competing hard, right? And he was getting pummeled. Yeah, he was getting. Killed. He had people grabbing mm-hmm. his face mask. Like that first fumble. Yeah. The dude busted to the line and grabbed his face mask. Yeah. And then swatted the ball away. Yeah. No call. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, like all right. You know all the, anyway. But he mm-hmm. will. Oh, he won't. He won't quit. And it sounds so stupid. Well, that's not a great thing. But if you look at it, like you said, mm-hmm. like there was still a chance. Seven turnovers. We should really make it five or six because the last one was like the last play of the game. Right. You know, so six turnovers. And sort of the middle of the fourth quarter, you had like you quote unquote had the ball for mm-hmm. a brief second before mm-hmm. Bobo fumbled it. Right. And you could have cut it to one. Like you had yeah. the ball, you could have cut it to one score with yeah. like six turnovers. Yeah. I and, mean, and and that's why and that's why I just like like I like that's why I believe because yeah. you're never out of it with this guy.
0: Right. But, and it, and here's what you can't do.
1: But it might be the reason <laughs> <laughs> he might be the reason you are.
0: Right. But here's what you can't do is you can't put the blame of any of these losses over the last five years entirely on Jameis.
1: Yeah, it's, I know. You it's know what I mean. So hard. And, yeah, you, you, and you,
0: the other side of that that you can't do is you can't completely absolve Jameis of everything either. No, like he is culpable, but he's not the only one, right? And and that's where you see a, a lot of fans, especially you even see media people like it's they want to put the blame on one person or one unit or one thing, yeah. and it's not just the one. Um, there it, it's really all of it around. But that being said, is that the kind? You know, he is at least. At least in part to blame consistently. <laughs> With, with these kinds of losses. Um, and I, w- I want to say, like, what we hear about Bruce, Bruce Arians? He said about Jameis and those, those sacks. He's like, yeah, three or four of them were on Jameis. Like, they were actually his fault. Um, the other ones were ones that, you know, circumstance or things around him or offensive line blew up or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Listen,
1: to, listen to these numbers. Okay. Now, some of them are skewed because of turnovers. Some are skewed because of pick sixes. Okay. But but uh, here you go. This is what the defense has given up. 31-14-32. 40, 31, 37. How do you win? Yeah. It's the same thing. Like I used to say about Mike Smith, it's a race. To forty. Yeah. I mean, how do you win like that? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like I'm gonna look this up right now while mm-hmm. we sort of get out of here, and I'll, I'll bring it up at the top. Uh, but I think that I don't even know how to look it up. Damn it. Um, if you go back and look at those scores, mm-hmm. I would bet that that the Bucks are in the top three besides the Panthers game, the mm-hmm. top three every week of giving up the most points.
0: Yeah. You know I, what I mean,
1: sure. And how do you win NFL games like that?
0: Yeah. The, like the, you see, the, all, you score 55 points every game, and that ain't happening.
1: Like you see all these yeah. other scores where it's like 22 to 24, 22 to 27, you know, uh-huh. it's like oh, it's a good We'll a go back
0: game. and we'll look at all the predictive scores. Like every time somebody predicts the the buccaneers score, oh, they're going to win 27 to 24, yeah. 23 to 17, 20 like it's all in that, you know, mid 20s to whatever. Uh yeah.
1: They're going to lose 37 to
0: 35. It'd <laughs> be more realistic. All right, Ren. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a break. Uh no, <laughs> you really want to keep talking about this?
1: No, I'm just, uh, tell I, me I about, tell me about the secondary I gotta, again. <laughs> I got to go back to the positive spin. Look, we oh, got yeah. the tight, we got the Titans coming up. Um, and then the Seahawks and, uh, and then the schedule gets a lot easier and then we get some home games. So mm-hmm. it, it's not over. Um, I'm not sure the Saints defense can keep this up, but maybe by the time they quit keeping it up, Drew Brees comes back. So, but you know, I don't believe, uh, Sort of in the Panthers, I I think, you know, Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen's luck is going to run out Mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon here. Um, And uh, like the Saints and the Panthers aren't going undefeated like they're not. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also be on the lookout because we're only one game better than the Falcons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're only one game better than the Falcons. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be good. We're coming out of this four and four, Brent, just like we predicted. Yeah. We're going to beat the Titans, and we're going to beat the Seahawks. Why? Seahawks like that team like the Rams. Like, I just know we're going to win this game. Oh, yeah? I do. We're just going to beat the Seahawks. How? I have no idea whatsoever. Yeah. We just are. (laughs)
0: <laughs> We're gonna you know, win these next
1: two games, man. We just are.
0: You know, like, I we just are. I and, and and what are we gonna do as a fan base when we come out winning the next two games? Regardless gonna, of how we got there. Don't give me the yeah. well it depends on how we got there, bullshit. No, no, no. We win the two games. They go in as W's in the column. First off, it's not
1: bullshit, but okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: <Take> <laughs> no, but I mean, are we flipping the pendulum all the way back to the other side and give Jameis thirty million dollars a year and you know depends on how we win. <laughs> All right, Red, Let's get out of here. We'll it be does. back. We'll be back in just a minute. Do we win with... them
1: like Rams or do we win them like Panthers?
0: <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute with emails from our fellow fans. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Well, hey, Cast fans, listen, if you've stuck with us this long through this whole episode, uh, let me just say thank you. This has been a hard week for all of us trying to figure out where we are and what we're going to say and what we're going to do uh, with with what happened after this game. But hey, listen you took with us this long, you know that we were saying we're going to combine the first part and the second part of the episode together and do our final thoughts plus the email segment. Well, it turns out as soon as we were done with recording this first half, we looked up and we were already right at an hour. So we decided during the break, we're actually just going to split it in two and kind of do our normal way where we have a part one and a part two. So that's going to mark the end of this episode for right now, but no worries. In just about 24 hours, we'll go ahead and release the next one and you guys will get the second half of this final thoughts episode as well as always guys thanks for listening thanks for being with fan thanks for being in it with us uh and uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon go bucks